Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss in our daily lives. Following the deaths of two of my children, I tried to fill the holes in my heart. I struggled for many years, and I felt like I tried everything. Prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, you name it. Plus, I tried a few less productive approaches. And after two decades of continuing to grieve, it occurred to me that maybe I'd set the wrong goal. Instead of trying to feel better by filling those painful voids, I've learned that building a life around them is a much more worthy target. A major part of this new approach is talking openly about what my grief is like instead of keeping it to myself. With this newfound permission to let all the parts of me be here, I feel more human and less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a mutually compassionate and supportive environment will help us to stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. Today, I'm chatting about a post called Be the Witness, and this is from last spring, 2021. I had the good fortune of having both the time and the resources to unplug for long enough to get a manicure and a pedicure. While at the nail spa, there was a gentleman who stood out from the common profile of the client seeking pampering. The fact that he was a man made him a minority, but he was also unpolished, abrasive, and not necessarily a man you would expect to see with his feet soaking in a swirling pool of aqua blue warm water and in a massage chair. I love going to the nail spa. It affords me enough time to enjoy a portion of an audiobook or podcast that nourishes me, plus an added block of time to either listen to my spa music of choice or just take in the environment around me. I used to abhor, it's a very strong word, overhearing spa talk, true though. I would do anything to drown it out. I felt judgy and possibly envious of the casual conversations that, in parentheses mostly, women would engage in and seem to have everything I didn't. Healthy kids with luxurious complaints, like too many friends or sporting events, plus the time to indulge in non-productive chatter. This alone seemed like a luxury to me. I was always on the tightest of schedules and was looking to check the self-care box as quietly, quickly, and efficiently as possible so I could get back to the next task on my list. Overhearing details of lives I would never know just poured salt in the wounds I was trying to escape from. I didn't know how to take care of myself then, and my pretty nails may have been the only self-care habit I could guard for myself. But these days, I'm open, completely, for this evolution, and I am humbled and grateful. So back to the mail spa client. As he answered and chatted on his cell phone more than once during our treatments, which is a complete faux pas in the salon, he was sharing in those calls that his son had graduated from high school that day and he was going to college. He brought it up again when chatting with his nail technician 
So we all knew about his son and that he had graduated that day. I couldn't help but think, quote, if his son just graduated, why in the world is this man in this nail salon instead of celebrating with him? Why wouldn't they go to lunch or dinner or do something to commemorate the occasion? Unquote. And then I put in the post hashtag judgy. Yeah, I think. My next thought came with a sinking heart. Yikes. Okay, quote, yikes, maybe they're not in each other's lives, or perhaps he was not wanted in the graduation celebration, unquote. I tried to imagine that the trip to the nail spa was a break in the celebration action for this father and not the highlight of the day. How painful would it be to be to not be a part of whatever was happening to commemorate this accomplishment? And I said a silent prayer for him. Then I remembered another nail salon experience where a nail technician had chatted my ear off during a treatment at another facility. She was accusatory, mumbling conspiracies about politics both here and in her home country and looking for my buy-in the entire time. I wanted to say, quote, I came here to relax and for self-care, not to listen to such harsh and hateful talk, unquote. But instead, I tipped her double. She received the silent prayer also, and I figured she needed it more than I did. People we perceive as needy are indeed in need. They need our love, our presence, and acceptance actually more than most. They don't need more judgment when they are desperately trying to be seen and heard in a world where they already are not seen and heard. In that moment, we have a chance to help them along. So returning to the gentleman client at the nail salon, the judgy part of me wanted to say, quote, must be nice. You have a healthy son who earned a football scholarship, who will attend college and grow into adulthood, maybe even have grandchildren that you can know and love, unquote. I know that's not in the cards for my children, two of whom are deceased and my adult son who's on nutritional life support. Then my judgy heart shifted to, compassion instead of defense. Wow, this man is here in a salon instead of with his son. He's mentioned him several times. He must need to be seen and heard on this memorious occasion. And this is the place he's trying to do that. My heart went from constriction, not wanting to hear his voice, to expansion and curiosity, wanting to ask him about it. How could I be the witness for this stranger? Could I give him the gift of affirming his moment of triumph? I then thought, as an African-American man, the challenges of getting a young black man safely and successfully through childhood, high school, and into adulthood was so much greater for this father than it is for his non-minority counterparts, and I felt even more empathy and appreciation for whatever his experience might be. As his treatment was nearly finished, I turned to him, face mask intact, and said, congratulations on your son graduating. That is quite an accomplishment. You must be very proud. He smiled under his mask and said, yes, thank you. I have three boys, one already in college, one on the way, and a 14-year-old. I replied with sincere respect and celebration as if these boys were my own, by stating, quote-unquote, amazing. 
This longer-than-usual post touches on a lot of different topics, all worthy of longer chats. For today, I wanted to illustrate the importance and exponential gifts of being a witness for others, seeing someone, hearing them, affirming their experience, miracle or tragedy, is a free, transformative kindness that we can give to our loved ones and we can give to strangers. When I peel back the egocentric experience of seeing things only through me as the center of the universe and recognize my innate ability to share love through bearing witness to the lives of others, my heart opens. I can feel myself becoming more generous and I can celebrate or even mourn with the person instead of for them. And we are both enriched by that process. When you find yourself resenting a loved one or a stranger who just won't seem to put a sock in it, (laughs) and you wish they'd stop repeating themselves or talking at all, try taking the opposite approach. Lean in to what they need. To be seen, to be heard, and to share. Try asking them for details, or at least letting them know that you're present. Then see if you can, too, feel this opening of your own heart and how it benefits your experience beyond the generosity of acknowledging the needs of another. This need to be seen, heard, and affirmed is universal, and you may have even sought their fulfillment yourself on occasion. So thanks for joining this episode of the Healing Path podcast it's funny. I remember this exact day in the spa. It's I call it a spa. It's just a very small neighborhood spot that I like to go to. Um, and it's true for the better part of my adult life, getting manicures uh, and pedicures, if I could, if I had the opportunity and the resources to do it. It's like, if you could just shut the, you know what, up, just be quiet. Like, I don't need to hear, you know everything that's going on in your life. And it just, it, it was just one more place where as a grieving mom, I couldn't hide. I couldn't engage in those conversations. I didn't want to hear those conversations. And sure, nowadays we have our phones and our earbuds, but back in the day, you know, carrying around a Sony Walkman the size of a lunchbox <laughs> to go get my nails done isn't something I was doing. So I was kind of stuck with whoever was there. Um, But I think that's a reverse indicator now. And what I mean by that is in current day, if I'm well balanced and rested and taking good care of myself, then when I notice that someone is like tweaking that nerve in me that says, oh, God, just be quiet. I look at that, that now becomes the cue for me to change my approach. So instead of getting annoyed, I actually, well, (laughs) not perfect, right? I'm human. But like I said, if I'm balanced, if I'm rested, if I'm taking good care of myself, and I'm in that, you know, zone, then noticing that I'm agitated becomes an invitation for me to get curious to stop what I'm doing and say, okay, what's really going on here? And I don't always get an answer, but I often do. And I, again, I've learned to kind of associate getting a little annoyed with, oh, there must be a love opportunity here somewhere. Let me find it. And I know that that sounds very um, <laughs> Pollyanna, for lack of a better word, and I'm not trying to whitewash over things, but sometimes we just need to tweak 
little parts of our day or little parts of our impressions to take control of our life back and find some joy, um, not just in our own experience, but in making other experiences joyful as well. So as always, I do appreciate you listening to the Healing Path podcast. And I know until next time that we'll all stay present, grateful and healing. And we'll also all be looking out for those little triggers so that we know we might need to rustle up a good dose of love for a stranger.